When I was 22, I was on a mission to convince a friend, really could have been just about any friend, to join me in quitting work, selling everything, and traveling the world indefinitely. And I'd never left the country before other than to do some charity work in Mexico a couple times, but I was obsessed with the idea of exploring unfamiliar territories around the globe. Anytime I'd hear about someone's vacation in London or honeymoon in Paris or work trip in Hong Kong or wherever it may be, I would just be utterly fascinated with the fact that in one moment you could be here and another moment you could be there. Effectively traveling to another realm in a matter of hours in this sort of air vessel. It still blows my mind to this day. And the obsession never stopped. Hey, thanks for hopping on. This is Jay O'Brien. Welcome to The Lift. Welcome to The Lift, a podcast series designed to elevate yourself and those around you. Now, I never did end up convincing that friend, nor did I ever end up couch surfing around the world as intended. I romanticized about this plan to work in kitchens as a dishwasher in Spain or assist in a hostel in Amsterdam, really anything to make ends meet and ultimately create a lifelong experience. That was the strategy at that age, a, a dream of sorts, to figure out a way to get by and just enjoy the journey of exploration. Instead, the first opportunity I had to depart U.S. soil and embrace a foreign culture wasn't until three months after my 25th birthday. I was working a shit job in Long Beach for a software company at the time, one that got their productivity down to a science. They'd recruit type A personalities with impressive resumes, usually the buttoned-up A-plus kids out of Ivy League schools, yet yeah, not me. Then they'd berate the hell out of them. Why? Well, what happens when you tell someone with a type A personality they're not good enough? They will constantly work harder to try and achieve your approval, which of course they'll never get. And round and around we go. It's a sort of evil genius tactic and it worked on most eager, green, and hungry postgrad students. But again, not me. I quickly realized the toxic culture I was in and spent my days fixated on finding a way out, reading self-starting books, motivational essays, and researching life abroad more than ever. And while I wish I had a story that involved me quitting my job in front of the bullpen and catching the first one-way flight out of LA to my new life, I was just too much of a pussy to follow through. Or maybe just responsible. I still don't know. I can't tell. However, what ended up happening was cathartic and revelatory in its own right. It happened on a Friday. I was called into the boss's office as he puffed me up, blew smoke, and patted me on the back for how different I was compared to my peers. Now, this happened every few months or so when he'd attempt to promote me, at which point I would always decline after the discussion of compensation inevitably was brought up by me and he would, as always, explain it did not include a bump in pay. He'd say, Jay, you've never done this job before. Let's see how you do at it. And once you prove yourself, then we'll talk. My response was always the same. I've already proven myself. That's why I'm in your office. This particular meeting was handled a little differently. This was my third time declining the leadership slot, and the boss was at a point of serious frustration. He went on to tell me that if I did not accept the position, if I didn't step up, then my days would be numbered. Need a day off? Not gonna happen. Need to leave early for a dentist appointment? Forget about it. 
Yes, this was the sort of place I chose to exchange my time for their money. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, And if you're in a position like this today, get the fuck out. I asked if I could think about it and get back to him at the end of the day. Well, as luck would have it, I randomly received a phone call from my sister that day on my lunch break. She told me, An old high school friend is getting married. Do you want to be my plus one? Um, sure. Where's the wedding? Thailand. Returning back to my fluorescently lit, poorly carpeted, sad excuse for a workplace, I thought of a plan. I marched my way back into the boss's office with a proposition. Steve, I understand the company's perspective on prematurely increasing compensation for a job not yet executed. But if I'm being asked to fill the shoes of a leadership role, there will need to be some sort of exchange. Yeah. And what did you have in mind? I've been given an opportunity to go to Thailand. Now, I already have my two weeks of vacation spoken for this year. One with my father, which plane tickets have already been purchased for, and the other as my annual family vacation that I haven't missed in 25 years. I'm proposing that in exchange for this role, you can forget the raise in compensation. I only ask for one additional week of vacation in order for me to take this trip to Thailand. I'll even take it unpaid. Unpaid? Sure. That should not be a problem. We can make that work. If you can make that happen, I'm in. But I need to know now so I can book the ticket. Go ahead and book your ticket, Jay. And so I did. And in just a few weeks, I'd be on my way to Southeast Asia. On Monday morning, I was called back into the boss's office. Hey, Jay, I talked to the CEO. Yeah, we're not going to be able to approve that extra time off. What? I already bought my ticket. Then you'll need to cancel one of your other two trips. I I can't do that. Plane tickets have already been purchased on one, and the other is my family vacation, which is something I'd prioritize over anything else. My grandma isn't in great shape and- Jay, the answer is no. It took a few days to get my thoughts in order. I made a few phone calls and eventually landed back in his office again on Thursday morning. Steve, this is my formal notice. I'm happy to carry out two weeks, or if you'd prefer, this can be my last day. That's fine, too. Choosing the latter, I packed my things and was off to see a new world in more ways than one. Side note, that family vacation ended up being the last one with my grandma. Sometimes priorities have a way of becoming crystal clear through certain moments. On June 9th, 2011, I fell asleep in LA and woke up in Tokyo. I can vividly recall stepping off the airplane, walking into the airport, and already examining a different way of life. A norm of sorts, but not to me. I particularly enjoyed the duty-free stores allowing customers to taste the spirits that were for sale, a customary practice for several countries I would later learn in life. I loaded up on my fair share of Japanese whiskey and then carried on to Bangkok. When we arrived, we were greeted by our Thai friends who helped load up our bags and drive us to our hotel. The roads, the cars, the language, the shops, even at midnight pierced through everything I've ever been used to, unlike anything I'd ever experienced. And in this moment, I was in a new world. The day before the wedding, the family had chartered a yacht as a pre-ceremony activity. We left the hotel and approached the dock where we were about to embark on a cruise along the Gulf of Thailand. There was a small hut of a convenience store near the boat where a few of us grabbed water and looked around at the tourist-like souvenirs. My friend Jerry asked the clerk behind the counter if they had any cigarettes. cigarettes? The Thai man didn't speak English and tried to understand what Jerry was asking for. 
After a bit of hand motions, he understood, but apologized for not carrying them, at which point he put his two palms together, making praying hands with a slight bow, a native gesture for thank you. We continued onto the boat, being greeted with fruit smoothies, a full bar, platters of food, and a staff of three, personable and eager to cater to each one of us. As we left the dock, cranked up the music, and were served our first cocktail, it was a surreal experience. I immediately thought back to my desire to couch surf the globe and get a taste of world travel. It was incredible. About 10 minutes after departing, we heard a loud speedboat come alongside us. They were waving to grab our attention. And having never visited a third world country before, my instant thought was that they were trying to sell us something. A couple people on the boat got scared and thought maybe something dangerous was about to happen since we looked like we had means on this extravagant boat. As they got closer, we saw the person waving was smiling from ear to ear. He had something in his right hand that I couldn't quite make out. Finally, as the two boats came to a stop, I got a clear look at the man waving. He looked familiar. It was the clerk at the dock. I looked in his right hand to see what he was holding. The cigarettes. Over the next few days, I experienced acts of service and hospitality unlike I have ever experienced in the States. Proactively serving coffee upon waking up, catering to us with cold towels when arriving back at the house, always offering rides into town or to the beach, delivering snacks at the pool without asking, and in my case, the highlight of the trip, being given the chance to receive a traditional Thai tattoo from a Buddhist monk in a holy house. Yes, the kind they hammer into your skin manually rather than with a tattoo gun. Talk about a major bucket list item crossed off the list. See the video link in the show notes to watch the symbolic tattoo for protection being put to the test with a machete to Jay's back. This first time international trip birthed a new obsession. Beyond just the world travel I had romanticized about for so many years, I was now completely infatuated with something I had loved my whole life without ever knowing how to define it making people feel special. Unreasonably generous, unique, undying hospitality for others. And that's why we're here. It's why we exist. It's what we live for. We're excited to invite you to this podcast and share with you stories of past experiences, value adds we believe make a difference, and hopefully help you grow stronger as an individual, as a business owner, and in life in general. We welcome our listeners as our personal guests on this journey and encourage sharing to be a two-way street. We love hearing your stories and answering your questions. This platform is designed to do one thing, leave people better than you found them. We'll be discussing how to pierce through the white noise that exists in our modern day society, elaborating on what it means to live in a relationship economy, and sharing anything and everything we feel can provide value to you and those around you. From travel hacks through the streets of Portugal to being the couple known with the best wedding gifts, we've got you covered. Our mission is to help elevate moments of excitement and boost up inevitable pitfalls. We're here to enhance the scope of what it means to make someone feel special. We're here to redefine the philosophy of what it means to raise the bar. We're here waving to you with wide smiles and cigarettes. It's with great pleasure we welcome you to the lift. On the next episode of The Lift. Going into your first class in a creative area, you're thinking, it's art. 
it's completely free and wild. There are no rules. There's no right and wrong. There are no better or worse ways to get from here to there. I would later feel the same way about poetry when I was in high school. My strong opinions on that would land me in the principal's office. But back to art class. The idea here is that we all get on the lift together and we go up. We strive to deliver as much actionable value to you as possible. We've answered questions from entrepreneurs all around the world and shared countless stories with business owners everywhere. And now we can do exactly that here on the lift with you. We want to take your questions and hear your stories. Just head to thelift.clientgiant.com to submit yours. Listen for our response on future episodes. And if you have enjoyed this one, please share it with others who may as well and click subscribe on your preferred podcast app. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on The Lift. This podcast is brought to you by Client Giant, your automated client concierge service delivering thoughtful gifts and memorable experiences to your clients on your behalf. A company that exists to help business owners and operators create an army of repeat and referral business. Here's some unsolicited feedback from real Client Giant members. I'm Eric from Virginia. Hi, I'm James from Illinois. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, this is Jordan. Hey, this is Kyle. Sarah from California. Hey, I'm Jim. Hey, I'm Josh. Hey, it's Tiffany. Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Megan from New Mexico. Hi, I'm David from California. Hi, I'm Ellie from Florida. Hi, this is Dino. True game changer. Something incredible. Truly white glove. 30% increase in gross revenue. Truly a dream for real estate agents. Invaluable for my business. I received three referrals. It showed that you care. 1800% return on my investment. First class delivery. Hands down, it's one of the best decisions we ever made. Set the benchmark. Great peace of mind. Professionalism at its finest. Highly recommend them. I highly recommend trying out Client Giant. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you, Client Giant. You have a member for life. Thanks so much, guys. Best money I've ever spent. Well done, Client Giant.